we've learned anything from these past couple of years, my fellow Americans, is that personal medical freedom and liberty are in crisis. America Out Loud Pulse brings together the top experts in healthcare-related fields to keep you a beat ahead. This is Dr. Peter Bregan and... This is Ginger Bregan. Hi, folks. And we are America Out Loud Pulse. I'm going to get right to it. We have a wonderful man today that's going to be enlightening you in ways that few men are willing to do. And this is retired United States Air Force Lieutenant General Thomas McInerney. McInerney is spelled M-C-I-N-E-R-N-E-Y. He has a new book out. And um, Tom, the title of it? Invisible Treason in America, Peter. It's fresh out. We haven't seen it yet. We're we're ordering a copy now. We didn't even know it was out when we, uh, you know, welcomed you on to the show today. And I can tell you from knowing uh, General McInerney and from just really enormously admiring him, I I feel strangely like family, even though we, like many families, don't see much of each other or talk much. I feel very close to this man, tremendously admire him. This is a man who's he's flown 407 combat missions during four tours of duty. What does that mean? Well, I want to just, why don't we start off about the book, about the world, and Ginger and I I will sit here and just listen for a bit. Okay, Peter. Ginger, uh, here's a copy of the book. It's it's brand new. You can get it on uh, Amazon. Right now, there's a sale price of $7. It's 135 pages. Invisible Treason in America. Invisible Treason in America. And there's a reason because it discloses what Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden have done to this country and how they became president. The focus, the key things are, it shows, and I'll discuss this, how many votes were stolen from Trump and given to Biden using cyber warfare. Now, just as a refresher, which I didn't know, but uh, the day before the election, I went on Steve Bannon's show and said that uh, Trump would lose. That was 2 November 2020. would lose the election to cyber warfare. And it was because of a uh, top secret special access program that the Obama administration had uh, made a copy of and was using. And they were at Fort Washington, Maryland. And they did that the whole eight years of Obama's administration. What I did not realize at the time was they have sold it to the Chinese communists. The Chinese communists elected Joe Biden, not the American people. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you exactly how many votes they took from Trump and moved over to Biden using this top secret special access program called Hammer and Scorecard. What I didn't know at the time, and that's why I've written it, we, I have written this book along with General Paul Valley, Mary Fanning, who you know, 
and Ray DeLorenzo, who uh, works for Paul Stand Up America USA. Uh, what I did not know was in 2005, Tian, the equivalent of the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff of the Chinese Communist Party military, promulgated a new strategy of how to defeat the United States without using kinetic warfare. In other words, no bombs or bullets. And that top secret program in 2005, what they were going to do, consisted of massive biological warfare and massive cyber warfare. That's how they're going to defeat us. 2019, 15 years later, 14 years later, they hit us with COVID-19. COVID-19, nobody disputes that it didn't come from Wuhan. Nobody disputes, they do dispute what Fauci said, it was a bat market. But now it's obvious it came out of the Wuhan uh, lab number four virology lab. It was a deliberate biological attack. And it was against the world. And then followed up by using cyber warfare in the six battleground states. Now I'm going to read you the numbers that they took. And I know exactly where it is on page 52. Cyber warfare from the CCP cheated Trump and America's foreign uh, intervention, supporting, supported by the Democrats, and this is key, Barack Hussein Obama and Joe Biden. It was an act of treason, one with massive Democratic support, and you've all seen Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 Mules, and there are other things, uh, a book, an excellent book by a chap by the name of Joseph Reed, he wrote this book, and this book, for instance, I'll digress just a second. The Pennsylvania had after the after the election on two thousand uh, on the third of November two thousand twenty, there were over two hundred thousand more ballots than voters in the states left over. So it was blatant corrupt corruption. But the way this works is the cyber warfare goes in at about when 95% of the votes have been tabulated, it goes into the server, whether it's in Maricopa County, whether it's in Philadelphia County, Detroit County, depending the state, and it counts up the total votes in the precinct, goes into a minority precinct, and here are the votes, here's the vote counting, starting in Arizona. Arizona had 284,412 votes switched from Trump to Biden. Nevada had 4,099 votes switched from Trump to Biden. Wisconsin had 195,755 votes switched to Biden. Michigan had the same number, which is interesting, 195,000. 
775. Pennsylvania had 103,674, and Georgia had 14,954. All changed from Trump to Biden. Biden won the six battleground states in 2020. In 2016, Trump won all 16. In reality, Trump won all 16 and won the election. Now, I can't tell you my source. Well, I can tell you my source came from Hammer and Scorecard. But when you look at the uh, uh, indictments that Trump has had in Washington, D.C. with Jack Smith and in uh, Georgia and protesting the way he questioned the election, <clears throat> This solves the problem. It shows the exact number of votes that were stolen. But now it was the Chinese Communist Party that did that. Barack Hussein Obama had to approve the sale of that system to China. And I say sale. James Baker got it under Comey. And uh, when the whistleblower, Dennis Montgomery, turned it in in 2015, before Trump came in office. He turned in 47 hard drives full of data that the Barack Hussein Obama administration had been listening to Supreme Court justices, to other federal court justices, to preachers and a whole host of people, members of Congress. In other words, he's blackmailed a lot of people. That's a substack of the story. But the real story is they used our cyber system to take this government down. And it was done by initially right after Obama came in office. And because I'm, I was never in briefed on this, I got this from open source material. Otherwise, I couldn't talk about it. But it fits the patterns of behavior of the SIGINT system that I lived with for 35 years. Now, even longer than that, because I was part of it after I retired as a director on a special access program uh, with different companies uh, So uh, that did this business. So what I'm saying is everything that has transpired from that election was unconstitutional because the election, the founding fathers did not know about cyber warfare. They did understand humanity. And in the oath of office I took to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, the domestic enemies, little did I know, 68 years ago, when I took the oath of office as a plea on the plane at West Point, 1955, July 5th, that 68 years later, our, I would be talking to you about our greatest threat in America is domestic. So all the things that have transpired since 20 January 2021, number one, 
the Green New Deal. Number two, open borders. Number three, the devaluation of the dollar, the deliberate devaluation. By the way, no country in the history of mankind, going back to biblical times, has given up their energy superiority. That was different in the old days where horses or fire was a, a different part of their energy mechanism. But us giving up our oil dominance, it inflated our currency, inflated the, uh, the whole society, everything, all prices went up. At the time, Iran had $4 billion when Trump left in their revenues, reserves. Today, they've got $80 billion. They deliberately funded because we, the Biden administration took off the sanctions, deliberately took off the sanctions. And as, an, as a case in point, this enabled Hamas to do the attack of 7 October. All this is related. In the military today, I spent an hour with a group called STARS was talking about the Air Force Academy, but they have introduced into all the service academies in the military critical race theory. The critical race theory is a Marxist ideology. It means your skin color counts. This is completely foreign to Martin Luther King, who wanted it, the merits of your knowledge. And think about it. The current chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff wants to get all the number of officers in the Air Force, he's now moved up to be the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, down to 40% as white. Now, in my 35 years, and I remember as a one-star, I launched when I was leaving an air division on Okinawa, and I had 55 F-15s in commission that day, single-seat airplane. And I launched all 55, what we call communications out. Nobody talked. We took off. We did everything silent. I didn't care, and they were single-seat fighter pilots, what skin color they had, where they went to school, who married to, who their mommy and daddy were. What I cared about was their performance. If you go to the pro football, major league baseball, or basketball, they do not have critical race theory and a certain percentage of people, white, black, Hispanic, Jewish, etc. It's based on merit. So why would your war fighting warriors have something based on skin color. It does not pass the smell test. Now, so what was done on the 20, on the 2nd of, uh, on the 3rd of, uh, of January, 2020, using cyber warfare, a foreign nation switched those votes. Now we should have seen that because in one of my jobs as vice commander in chief of US Air Forces in Europe, 
we had the largest theater nuclear forces in the history of mankind. At the peak of the Cold War, Ronald Reagan was the president. All I can say is, where this cyber came from, we wouldn't know that. So they penetrated the military, the swamp, because Cyber Command, CIA, DIA, all the services, FBI, none of them have saw this. Well, they did see it, but they suppressed it. So we have a swamp in the government due to eight years of Barack Hussein Obama. And the 51 military in uh, IC uh, intelligence community people that put it out in October of 2020, that letter that said that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian deceptive engineering in all possibility, was deliberate. They knew it wasn't, the FBI knew it was real. And so you see how the domestic threat has presented itself on America. This has never happened before. And that's why and it was the Biden administration that promulgated the mandatory vaccination and all the dangers on that, and which are now becoming very evident. Tom, we have uh, 40 seconds left. Um, I think that uh, we can continue when we come back on the vaccinations, and so you can keep your... Uh, stream going. This is enormously important. It reminds me when you said they, they waited, you know, until 95% of the votes had been cast and then they went to work manipulating things. And I remember that moment in time. I remember get going to bed thinking Trump is one, getting up to check on things at 3 a.m. and everybody's stupefied because numbers are going backward and huge numbers are coming in for, uh, uh, the fake president that we now have, and uh, everybody was stupefied. How how could this be happening? How now we know how it could be happening. Thank you for your work. We'll be back with retired General McInerney in a minute or two. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. 
Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Welcome back to General Thomas McInerney. Um, Sir, you've done an amazing job in the first uh, 18 minutes of this show. It's an amazing summary. Amazing summary. I hope folks are listening. Um, There's just no doubt that America is under assault. Uh, The tentative title for our new book, General, is... um, the murder of America, um, and then a subtitle about globalism on the march. Um, and that's what we're experiencing. Some of you are wondering, well, why would anybody do anything like this? Um, I mean, to America? To, to America, that uh, what the general's been talking about. And he and I have talked about uh, the larger issues together and uh, privately and on the air. I mean, there is a global assault going on to take over America, uh, the the world, make it into a collectivist state under some sort of bizarre combination of elite from the Western world and uh, communist China, who is going to dominate if this occurs. Um, these Eastern and Western empires, uh, the, uh, the internal betrayal of America so that uh, uh, they're doing us in purposely because that's the only way to globalism dominating the world. And that is to um, take down America completely. And the process is going on. And who better to take it down than uh, the figurehead, at least, of Joe Biden with, with uh, Barack Obama in the background. And, I, and perhaps the general can comment more on that because of uh, Joe Biden long before the House began to say, well, let's look at his family ties to China and money. It was well known and well published in books and articles that the Biden family was filthy rich from corrupt dealing with communist China, as well as with the Ukraine, one of the other most corrupt nations in the world, and several others as well, even involving Russia. So we're looking at the corruption uh, of people making tons of money and then being compromised, I'm sure, like they compromised uh, Hunter with the videos and things. Um, and then, you know, just compromising our leadership. And it's many, many of our leaders. Tom, does that make sense to you? It certainly does, Peter. And I, I think the when you look at uh, one of the things I forget forgot to mention in the first segment was, the fentanyl deaths that yeah. we are this year, my estimate is they're going to be 200, last year, 107,000. 
deaths. This year, they're going to be upwards of 200,000. Now, that is a death rate that is greater than at the height of World War II we had killed in action in our most intensive battles. We are losing more young Americans, 18 to 49, I think it is, through fentanyl deaths. And Joe Biden hasn't said a word. Well, he said at the last summit with Xi that they'll look at decreasing or controlling, but not eliminating. We should eliminate open borders and the fentanyl. But, and it goes back to what I think you ought to be including in your book, the Democratic Party is getting paid off by the cartels with the money they're making, the billions of dollars. And it's coming into the Democratic Party in black money, which has enabled them to fund so many things. And it's, it's extremely important that people understand, and that's why I'm going to be delighted to read your book, why the murder of America is sitting right in front of us, and it's never happened before, and only we the people can stop it. And the mandatory vaccinations, we are losing at a rate of people equal to what Hitler did to the Jews in World War II in the uh, almost seven years that Hitler was the head there and six million Jews. And when you look at the number of, of people in the world, it's clearly more than that. But in the United States, and you see all these young athletes, et cetera, and young people, which you know far better than I, that we have lost through the mandatory vaccination. And as it turns out, hydroxychloroquine could have been an easy, easy preconditioner there that we could have uh, stopped. We didn't need the vax. And I got one vax shot. But then on my network, other doctors recommend I not get the second one. It impacts different people differently. Uh, I would not let my wife get it. And uh, so the number of deaths, which was done deliberately. Look, Bill Gates thinks we have too many people in the world. You've got these people that they've tied in the green energy, which is really, really another Marxist addition to how you control the growth in America and in the and in the world, and what uh, they've done, and as uh, President Trump said, the first day in office he's going to be quote a dictator, and he's going to close the border and drill baby drill, and you watch the economy soar back, and you watch what we can do when we tie all these things together. But behind this was a, a, a medical profession that did not do their due diligence. And many people like you all did, but we had so many people that did not. 
And I remember trying to help Walter Reed sending information to him, but but they were kicking people out of the military. And now we have the Congress trying to put in the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA, that we bring all those people back and pay them that we forced out of the military. So all these inequities that were done to the American people by, and they knew what they were doing. They absolutely knew because we helped fund, Fauci helped fund the gain of function at Wuhan. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. You know know all this. Yeah, but the audience doesn't necessarily. We wrote about that in our first book, COVID-19 and the Global Predators. The book opens up with the funding of uh, the um, gain of function on SARS-CoV viruses in 2015, folks. The U.S. government was making SARS-CoV viruses with the two top people at the Wuhan Institute on board for the scientific published study in one of our major major journals, Nature Medicine. And that was a magnificent book that you wrote, COVID-19 and the Global Predation. Predators. Predators, predators, sorry. (laughs) I've got it right here in my desk and uh, I don't have my glasses on, but the fact is you disclosed all this. But not all that you're talking about today. And I, so I want to get back to you and your book. And uh, um, I mean, I can't wait to read your book. I, folks, get this book. The general has a broader knowledge, understanding, and ability to communicate about the breadth of the issues than really, I mean, really the geopolitical almost, issues. Yeah, as much as anyone in the world. And and both of us have been focused on this. Uh, well, three of us, me, Ginger, and the general, in a way that other people have not been. Um, and I'm so glad you have a book coming out about it. That's just amazing and wonderful. Well, it's important that people, because I feel a little like a tin hat, I, as I said, I never would have believed that, that this would have happened, that we'd be betrayed. And, and the real question is, is why? I, I don't know, but we know from Barack Hussein Obama's eight years, he did not love America. And this latest movie he's put out a couple of days ago, I haven't seen it yet, but, but it's obvious. He started this racial, and the racial identity issue is a Marxist ideology and agenda. Black Lives Matter is a Marxist group. And when you, in a democracy where one, we, everybody that came to America when we were growing up became, all became one. And, and the fact is they are deliberately trying to separate us into different religions, into different skin colors, ethnic backgrounds, all these things to make us different. And as I say, we are all the same. We are one. Skin color has nothing to do with it. When I'm at the doctor's office, I'm more interested in, do I have a professional doctor? Does he, is he taking me down the right path? It's like a pilot. 
You don't care what skin color the pilot is when you get on the airplane. You care if he has the skill set to take it off, fly there, and land safely. If there's an emergency, that he does the right things. You do not care what skin color he is. Um, so it's it's these things that they have deliberately the Biden administ Biden Obama administration have inserted. It was started under the Obama administration, and he is I remind American people the only president who stayed in Washington D.C. except for Wilson who had a stroke and was immobile. That's why he stayed here, but. Obama is the only president. George Washington went back to Virginia. And so uh, why did he stay here? And he's got a skiff in his basement. He's only 1.2 miles from Washington, D.C. And I learned from his biographer that uh, if he wondered why the press wasn't interested in all those black limousines that once a week would pull up in front of Obama's home in Calorama, next to the largest mosque in Washington, D.C. And he is running the government out of there. It is obvious to all the Democrats, they know how they got there. They know what they're doing. And uh, it's uh, we've seen something that our book doesn't cover, but with the attack on... Israel and the protests in the United States in support of 7 October and the brutal slaying of babies being put in ovens, of women being raped. And the, and the truce they had was called off. People don't say this, but I'll say it. Called off because the remaining hostages, the women that they wanted, they're probably dead or have been raped so many times that they're virtually dead. And they did not want to let them go. And so that's why it is imperative that Israel destroy Hamas. Now, I grew up in Germany after World War II. My father was an army colonel, and he ran the Mercedes and BMW factories before before the Marshall Plan. So we went over there in very early 1949. And the war had been over less than three plus years. And the fact is, we landed on ship and <clears throat> we went down by a train to, to Frankfurt, got out in the Bahnhof, and I looked up and there was no roof on the train station called the Bahnhof and went outside and the city surrounding was flat. We then went down to Stuttgart because that's where my father's headquarters was near. The same thing there, but the little town that we lived in, in Esslingen, we lived in a doctor's home that worked for Mengali that was part of the tests that they were doing. It's a lovely home, no damage to the little town of Esslingen. And his headquarters was less than a mile away up at the Caserne on the top of the hill. And how did we get rid of Nazism in Germany? And that's the model they've got to use. And, and it's more difficult with Islam because Islam is not a religion. 
Islam is an ideology. Why do I say that? Well, if you kill a Christian or a Jew in Islam, you become a shaheed, a martyr. And like on the 7th of October, when this person called his mommy and tells him he killed personally 10 Jews, and his mommy was thrilled and she put his daddy out, and he was thrilled. That's not a religion. The fact is, Muhammad killed over a thousand Jews personally. Jesus Christ killed no one. That is a religion in Christianity. Islam isn't. So the Israelis have got to attack this. And you cannot reward people when they go to the, mo to the mosque and reward them with being a shaheed, a martyr, by killing Jews and Christians or non-believers. I wrote a book on that early on with General Valley, who co-wrote Invisible Treason in America with me uh, back almost 20 years ago called wow. Endgame, the Blueprint for Victory in the War on Terrorism. And we laid this out. And unfortunately, we failed ourselves. And Afghanistan, as I've mentioned, Afghanistan was not a withdrawal. It was a deliberate surrender by the Biden administration. And all these things are part of the treason between Biden and Obama, the current president and a former president. We're, the reaching, we're reaching the end of our second segment. I'm so glad you're talking about Obama and Biden. There's just not enough out there about it. I'm so glad about all the things you're discussing. Um, just an added thought about Islam, um, and one of the key things, folks, about Islam is there's no difference between the religion and the government. In the Western world, there's generally now a distinction between the religious beliefs and the political, constitutional, democratic beliefs. In Islam, that is the government when they take over. So... It's a really important concept. And uh, Islam also is imperial. They, they too, like communist China, which are basically competitors, they too want to rule the world. That's a part of what they're doing and about their, their spreading and their being the fastest growing, I believe, religion in the world. Um, we'll come back for the second segment. Thank you, sir. The third segment. Third segment. Thank you so much for, for, the, for what you're telling us. Changing the world one person at a time. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. And we're back. Wow, it's almost like uh, we need time to digest, but not really. Um, 
General, thank you so much. I just want to just thank you, thank you so much for what you're doing. Um, it so overlaps and works with everything we're trying to do and say. And uh, your voice is so clear about all these things and you cover so many issues. I feel like it really ties things together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really does. It adds to certainly our work. And um, I'm just really glad. Have you? Do you write in your book about Jan January 6th? Did you get a chance to do that? We did not. Uh, we mentioned it, but we did not because that was deliberately done by the Democrats. And yeah. all those people, the gulag that we have, of those people in the D.C. jail still, just because they attended it, is uh, is unbelievable. You know, that's why I had 16 and a half years with Fox News. And I was fired because I called John McCain Songbird John. I'm proud of that. The fact is, I didn't come up with that name. The North Koreans came up with that name. John did not acquit himself well as a POW. And unfortunately, the POWs that came back were forced to not say anything and, not, and were forced also not. We left POWs over there. And I didn't find that out till about four years ago, five years ago. The fact is, Fox News was complicit in this. And... Yeah. Uh, Newsmax was complicit in this. They had to be. Uh, and you notice none of them will talk about the 2020 election. And the importance of talking about it is it brings up issues that we know they're going to use again. In 2022, they used the same system. And they we actually won five Senate seats in Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, uh, Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. But, for instance, Dr. Oz won in Pennsylvania. I mean, look at the doofus that he, that quote, beat him. He had 300,000 votes moved from his numbers to the current chap there. And they're, 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 they're brazen about it. And that's why Americans, and you don't hear people accuse Biden and Obama of doing what I'm accusing them, but they're running the show. They are running the show. And when, as I said, Obama's biographer about a month or six weeks ago said he thought it was strange that none of the media was looking at all the black limousines parked outside his home in Colorado once a week. Well, he's running the government. I mean, we all know that Joe Biden isn't. I mean, it's embarrassing. Whether he falls on the stage at the Air Force Academy, doesn't know how to get off it, the numbers he uses, he can't carry on a conversation. We know yeah. he's not implementing all these things. This was part of the Obama agenda that he subtly tried to do when he was president, but he didn't want to risk it. Tom, now he who do you, Tom let me interrupt a second, because it's such an important point. 
who's behind Obama? I mean, I, my own notion is his views are nearer to communism than to commun than to constitutional democracy. Do you have some insight into who Obama may be communicating with uh, in the global community? Because he's definitely a globalist. That's a part of the whole problem. Yeah. George Soros, uh, the World Economic Federation, Klaus Schwab, uh, and they have merged with China. China is using them, but uh, when they go to uh, uh, Switzerland each year, World Economic Forum, and talk about the things they want, like this the electronic dollar and all the things that they want to put in and implement to control us, the Muslims, Iran, etc., have formed a coalition with them and they create chaos. That's what you need. You need chaos. But it's the elites in, in America, Bill Gates, uh, go right on down through the Amazon gap, through uh, uh, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg contributed 417 or 419 million in the 2020 election to fund the uh, 2,000 mules at Dinesh yeah. and and all that. So these elites, these young guys that became billionaires, all of a sudden, except Elon Musk, Elon Musk, in my opinion, is a modern-day Paul Revere when he bought Twitter and then exposed that James Baker and fired James Baker, that there were 80 former CIA or FBI people working for Twitter and were censoring the data that was coming in. There were a whole host of things that were done to shape and a whole host of things on the 2020 election that nobody will look at. And the reason is they, you become an election denier. I'm an election denier because there's hard evidence out there. I am presenting it. Uh, Molly Hemingway wrote a good book, Rigged, and uh, Joseph uh, Freed opened another, wrote another book called How Elections Are Stolen, and he discusses the 23 ways, and nobody, nobody in the media wants to look this up and talk right. about it. It means they are complicit, Peter. They are complicit. Absolutely. We certainly underscore every single thing you're saying. Uh, you're, you make complete consensus. It's the same thing we're working on. You have some just some really good information we don't have that will be going into our new book, which is months away right now as I see it. But uh, I just uh, I want people to know, know the, the title. It's The Murder of America, because that's what's going on on the way to globalism. Um, well, Unrestricted Warfare, which yep. came out I mentioned in 2005, promulgated by General Houtian, uh, the military chiefs ought to know that. We've got 8 million people that have come across the border, <clears throat> over a million that are unidentified and that we don't even know anything about. But at the same time, under Obama, on these cargo containers, 
missiles were shipped, cruise missiles, into the United States that are somewhere in the United States. Wow. If you if you look at our strategic deterrent, the triad, as it's called, uh, we look at China, Russia, Pakistan, Iran, potentially, uh, nations where nuclear launches could come on us. Uh, that's all I can say. But we have ways that is why I say there's no way that these precincts in the six battleground states, it's just the precinct, could have been had cyber warfare on them without them knowing this. So, so that is stunning in itself. And they do it so it's very close. Hammer, uh, this hammer's like your iPhone. It gets you into the server. And scorecard is like, like the apps on your iPhone. It shifts from, in this particular case, it was from Trump to Biden. So he wins by 2%. It's in a minority district. And so people say, well, he, he only won by 2%. Well, it's that 2% that's different for the whole state. It's more than 2% in that precinct. But oh, it's okay. a minority, and 90% of them vote for them. Well, that wasn't true. I believe that if it's a legal election, in all possibility in this coming election, that Trump could win all 50 states. Tom, let me, let me pose you uh, the terrifying question. Do you think that the uh, coming presidential election, that it will be any different, that we could stop the cheating? Well, that's one reason why I broke the book, to try <laughs> to stop cheating. And, and the fact is, because it is obvious, there's no way you can stealthy do what they did using cyber from uh, China, from Russia, Pakistan. There's no way that... that <clears throat> You can do it stealthy, like a bomber that you can make stealthy, that you can't see it in radar. And uh, since we invented this system, I want the chap who was a whistleblower, Dennis Montgomery, to testify in front of Jim Jordan and uh, <clears throat> Comer, Jim Comer, uh, in their committees, because I believe that the China money transaction that went on with Biden, Hunter, and China, that $1.6 billion uh, company that they started that he could buy things, I believe the sale of, and I don't have the hard evidence, the sale of Hammer and Scorecard to the Chinese was a was done through that vehicle and oh, that Biden mm -hmm. got money. And so they, they also violated the insur the uh, uh, the act, the, the, the treasonous act. It's very, it's all full of treason, Tom. It certainly is. Yeah. One, one last, uh, we have six minutes left. Another important question that comes to mind. What about legal avenues? I think that you've been involved in some, but I don't know a thing about what's been going on with you in the legal arena. If you want to comment on it, you can say, no, I'm not ready to. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not ready to. 
And, and the fact is, is we have corrupt judges, as you can see from the four indictments on Trump and the one in, uh, in Washington, D.C. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that judge, how corrupt can she be? And the one in New York, how corrupt could he be? So we have a problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the January 6th people in D.C., how corrupt can those judges be? I mean, exactly. they should be in the third world somewhere. So they have, so they have, and our country is now becoming, if, if they win this election, is becoming a third world country. We're no longer the superpower, and people look up to us. And look, you, Ukraine never would have happened under Trump, but even now, Biden should have stopped it, negotiated they're just destroying the Ukrainian population. And, uh, you know, it's obvious when uh, Joe Biden testified in front of the uh, Council on Foreign Relations after he was out of office and Trump was in and he was bragging how he got the uh, special prosecutor for the uh, company that uh, Hunter was a member of. How yeah, he Biden, got Biden was doing that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what more do you need? He was bragging about it. Yeah. He gave them a billion dollars if they fired him. Yeah, so it's very, very, very clear. Uh, let me take a deep breath. Folks who are listening to the show, to General McInerney. Um, this goes on the air tomorrow. This will be, yeah, this will be on the air tomorrow. So this is a fresh show coming December right 14th, to you. yes. And certainly some of the people in the audience will have learned that on this past Monday, just a couple of days ago, that the uh, in the uh, $25 million case against me for supposed dam dam <laughs> defamation and against Ginger and against uh, Jane Ruby, that the judge is now ended that case. He threw it out of court. Um, the initial uh, cause was that that uh, that uh, Malone and his lawyer never should have brought it in Virginia, that I, uh, Ginger and I and Jane have nothing to do with Virginia, and that it was just brought there to make it hard for us and e easy for Malone, as the judge implied so our lawsuit is over but it's not a mere technicality about virginia uh the uh, the important thing is that the attorneys for us then raised the issue of um that we should be recompensed for um, our legal fees and the judge had already threatened two months earlier uh in um uh, his response to throwing out Malone's case against the Washington Post, that if Malone didn't stop his cases against the Breggins and uh, Jane and uh, Ruby and didn't stop his case against Twitter, he was probably going to have to call it frivolous and return our legal fees. So that may now be in process. We, we can't be certain. We do trust this judge. Uh, remarks I just made about the judiciary you know, Jane and I and uh, Ginger, we have good lawyers, and uh, the judge is an honorable man. He's, he's been, in a, been a judge in that court for many, many years um, in Charlottesville, Virginia. So just I, wanting to catch up on that, Ginger. The one piece that uh, uh, could be clarified is that there's one piece of the case moving forward, and the only piece 
which is the judges requiring uh, Malone and his attorney to within 30 days defend why they should not pay the legal costs and fees of uh, Peter and myself and Dr. Jane Ruby. And then our attorneys have 15 days to respond to that. So we should hear some final conclusion about that question somewhere 45 days from yeah. now. And, and the central point is that question has to deal with, is the case frivolous and without merit? Right. And that will be a part of that uh, adjudication, if that's the word, and that judge's opinion. So we're moving on uh, in regard to holding Malone responsible for what he did, uh, but the case against us is over. Uh, General, any... any um, I 30 know seconds. <laughs> I know you've already congratulated us, been very kind about that before we went on the air. But have your closing comments, this amazing interview with you. Well, we, the American people, have got to take our country back. Yes. The Democratic Party has become a Marxist party, the leadership. If you're a Democrat, you don't want it done, corrupt, corruption in it. And your prices and everything that, that has happened in the last three years are deliberate. And so we've got to take our country back. You've got to help us. Wake yes. up, America. And they are deliberate, and they do constitute in many ways genocide. And Ginger and I are in the process of publishing an article on the application of something people don't know much about, the U.S. genocide law. Thank you again, General. God bless us all. Thank you, Peter and Ginger. God bless you all. Thank Thanks you. for what you